Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first, let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank our good friends at Gipper for their support of the podcast. Go to Gipper.com and start creating world-class custom-branded content for your school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. Once again, go to Gipper.com and start creating world-class content for your school's social media channels. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle's a complete performance platform. They've got online tools. They've got smart cameras. They've got video and analytics, but there's a lot more to Huddle. Huddle is also built for every level of play from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes and the coaches of the teams you're trying to get to recruit them. You want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to say thanks to our good friends at Hometown Ticketing. Hometown helps thousands of schools and organizations across the country seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options for their communities, their families, and their fans. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. And to find out more about how Hometown Ticketing can help you and your program, go to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. They provide convenient uh, data research for you to uh, evaluate your entire athletic program. They also sponsor the Athletic Director's Toolbox. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you with the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. And it gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com and check out their testimonials and then give them a call at 1-800-738-6466 or you can email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in registration, but Final Forms is more than that. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and they provide schools with compliance, communication, and certification management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility, and they have reminders for parents about policies and physicals and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can also help your coaches with team communication and attendance. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation. You know, it's time for you to talk with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with the Final Forms team. We also want to say thanks to our newest sponsor, Snap Raise. <clears throat> better fundraising makes better programs. And you can get away from the fundraising headaches from the past, you know, no more selling products or list managements. Go to snapraise.com. There's no upfront cost, the data is secure, and it's easy to manage the information. Choosing the best fundraiser for you and your group is critical. And the SnapRaise digital fundraising difference can help you and your coaches. It's easy and effective. It's safe and secure. And like I said, you can track participation and progress. Our coaches have used SnapRaise, and it is fantastic. Go to their website, snapraise.com, and check out the thousands and thousands of dollars that they've helped schools and teams raise over the years. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. 
you know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. We also want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Their indoor scoring tables and video boards not only raise money for your department, but also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. We were one of the first schools in Florida to have a Sideline Interactive video score table, and it's just fantastic. We use it for games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile, and the customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or send them an email to sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back everyone to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going back to Ohio and we're going to be visiting today with Kaz Pata. Kaz um, is a certified athletic administrator and just recently moved to a new school. He's the athletic director at Hilliard Bradley High School in Hilliard, Ohio. Uh, we're going to hear about that move, but Kaz, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Jake. I appreciate being here. I appreciate taking time to, to speak with me. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it's summertime for our listeners. We're recording this on July 21st. Um, so hopefully it's still summer vacation, but uh, you know, August 1st and fall sports, uh, summer workouts are going to be starting right around the corner. So let's jump right into it. Kaz, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that three-minute bio, where you were born, where you grew up, and uh, take us up to, um, you know, college graduation. Yeah, absolutely. So originally, I am from eastern Ohio, from St. Clairsville, Ohio. Shout out to the Red Devils there in St. Clairsville. Uh, so born and raised there. Uh, you know, grew up a three-sport athlete. I was a football, basketball, and track athlete uh, all through school. Um, so that's, you know, initially where I got my love of athletics. You know, it was very big in our area, uh, much like many places in the state of Ohio. Um, so started out in St. C. Um, you know, it, and looking back to that time, it's, it was such a big impact and such a great small, you know, coal mining town is really what it is. Actually, that entire area, the Ohio Valley, as they call it, is a big coal mining area. Um, so looking back to there, you know, that was just a great hardworking town where a lot of the traits that you need to be a successful AD or be in education came from. Um, so, you know, from St. Clarizo, after many great years there, uh, transitioned to Ohio University um, in Athens. I'm a proud OU Bobcat and spent uh, actually five years down there. So I got that extra lap in. I like to say a little bit extra education. Um, so spent Five good years down there, uh, great university, uh, great small town as well. So kind of a home away from home from St. Clairsville, of course. Um, and actually, you know, went into exercise physiology. So when I decided, you know, after high school to not play, you know, I had a, had a good chance to play college football, mostly D2, D3 level. Um, a lot of great offers, a lot of great opportunities, but decided uh, not to continue my athletic career. So decided to go to high university and I uh, got into exercise physiology and kind of realized that by the end of that, you know, um, time span that maybe that wasn't my calling. Uh, but I am glad that I went to OU and it was a great experience. And, you know, um, a lot of great people there, a lot of great memories and ultimately shaped me into, you know, myself and who I am today and my career. Now, uh, you mentioned Ohio University. I know they've got uh, a master's program in athletic administration. Did they, was there, um, and I apologize for not knowing, was there an undergrad program there as well? Yes, actually there was. Um, so actually, I, I went in undecided originally when I went to OU, and I knew I wanted to go into something physical, whether it was exercise physiology, pre-physical therapy, um, something you know, that involved the body and movement. Um, but there was, I actually had several friends in that first, you know, semester, actually it was quarters back then, the first quarters, the first quarter, um, I had a few friends that were in um, uh, sport management. 
So, you know, I had a few and that was for their bachelors. So I had a few friends there that actually talked about it and it really didn't click with me back then that, you know, maybe that was my interest, but yeah, there was an undergrad and uh, still talk to some of those individuals today. Okay. Very cool. Uh, we yeah. had uh, uh, the two uh, coordinators of that program on the podcast before. So uh, yeah. Yeah, love those connections for our listeners. Our guest today is Kaz Pata. He's the athletic director at uh, Hilliard high school, Bradley Hilliard in uh, Ohio. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here from one of our sponsors, but we'll be back with some more. This is the educational AD podcast. We want to thank our good friends at Gipper for their support. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors, coaches, and schools are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. As I like to say, it's so easy, even I can do it. Our uh, uh, podcast backdrop is a Gipper template. We advertise all of our episodes using Gipper. It's tremendously versatile and it's something you need to check out. Go to Gipper.com and start creating world-class marketing content. Welcome back, everyone. Our guest today is Kaz Pata. He's a certified athletic administrator and he's the athletic director, just really started a brand new job at Hilliard Bradley High School in Hilliard, Ohio. Uh, Kaz, um, take our listeners through that process of, um, you know, most of us follow that path of teacher, coach, and then at some point become an AD. So talk about that process and kind of the decisions behind, uh, as I like to say, moving to the other side of the desk. How did that happen? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to take you back to, you know, right out of college when I did an internship. Um, I actually did an internship in exercise physiology uh, in Marysville, Ohio, which actually isn't far from where I'm at now. Um, and I realized after even a month in that that was not my calling. You know, that was just not what I wanted to do. Um, I enjoyed the exercise component of it, but it just did not feel right. It did not click. Um, so shortly after that, you know, I made the move back to old St. Clairsville, Ohio. Uh, I was working some odd jobs, you know, trying to figure out what I was going to do with that degree and where my career was going to take me. And that's actually where some of my old coaches reached out and, you know, said, hey, I heard you're back in the area. Uh, how about you coach? Uh, come and coach basketball for us. That was actually the first coaching job I had with seventh grade boys basketball. Um, so when that took place and I started coaching seventh grade boys basketball, you know, I was around the students. I was around the school and I, you know, I kind of thought, well, maybe I'll just substitute teach a little bit until I figure out what I'm going to do. So that, you know, led me to substitute teaching and I was coaching. Uh, the next fall came up and I was coaching football and I was still substituting and I was working some odd jobs, you know, and then ultimately I decided, you know, let's go back and get my teaching certificate, right? Let's, let's get into this and maybe this will lead me somewhere else. So I decided to do so and I uh, got my first teaching job in Blair, Ohio. So Blair High School was a big rival of St. Clairsville. You know, that was always a big game. Um, so that was a little uh, little strange teaching there and coaching at St. Clairsville. Um, but from there, you know, I, I wanted to pursue my master's. And I, and I kind of sat back and thought, you know, what has really shaped me and what's going to continue to shape me and ultimately shape these students I'm serving. And it was to be on this side of the fence, as you say, on this side of the desk. Um, so I decided to get my master's in athletic administration. Um, and from there, that kind of led to a couple other uh, teaching jobs and coaching jobs. I was coaching football at that point, coached a little track and field as well, and I was still coaching basketball. Uh, made the move to Columbus, Ohio, uh, just to kind of branch out. There's more opportunities compared to, you know, the Ohio Valley, just more schools, everything like that. Uh, and from there, you know, I just realized after my master's that I wanted to be an AD. I wanted to be on this side of the desk. Uh, I enjoyed the hard work, the grind, as I like to call it. Um, so ultimately, that's where the, you know, where the path kind of took me and what I decided to do. Um, so from there, you know, I ended up teaching for five years and coaching and uh, got my first AD job last year at Amanda Clear Creek High School uh, in Amanda, Ohio. That's about 30 miles south of Columbus. Um, very, those listeners that are from Ohio know that they had a powerhouse back in the days of Ron Hinton coaching football. Uh, had two state championships, three runners up back in late 90 or late, yeah, uh, late 90s, early 2000s. So it's a very proud, small, hardworking town and got my first role there and loved it. You know, it was a it was another home away from home from St. Clairsville and got my first gig there. and uh, Loved every second of it, you know, so that's 
kind of how that story unfolded. You know, there were a lot of layers to that. It wasn't as simple as getting an education. You know, a lot of uh, odd jobs in between. But uh, once you get on this side of the desk, and as long as you appreciate that grind and realize that it's all about the student athletes and who you're serving in your community, um, it's just extremely rewarding. And I wouldn't, I can't imagine doing anything else at this point. Yeah. Um... You mentioned that now you're you're at a, a brand uh, not a brand new school but you're at a new position. Um, you know how um, how is that unfolding right now? Obviously it's summertime, but you know what's you know uh, one or two things that are you know still tops on your list is uh, uh, those uh, fall workouts are starting to uh, appear on the calendar. Oh sure. Well, you know, Amanda Clear Creek is definitely a smaller school district. Um, you know, it's about I'd say a fourth of the size of where I'm at now. So just that transition of being at a small uh, division five school in terms of football and now a D one school um, D one and all sports across the board. You have twice as many sports, twice as many coaches, um, you know, twice as many facilities, you name it, everything, you know, we, we have more of, and there's more going on. Um, but with that, you know, comes a lot more responsibility, but at the same time, you got a lot more support around, you, you know, you have a bigger admin team, you got, you know, I have a full-time secretary here, an assistant AD here, and it's just great. It's a great atmosphere, great people. Um, but with that, you know, I value the relationship building piece, and that's what I've been working on, you know, learning who's here, who's there. I've been having all my one-on-one -on -one meetings with all my coaches and, and, you know, obviously asking what's going well, what's not, how can I help, but really just to sit down and meet them, you know, talk to them, married, kids, you know, do you have a dog? I'm a big golden retriever guy. I talk about my dog, the picture's right here by me. Uh, just those things. I noticed you just lifted up your cup and you're a Steelers fan. I'm assuming based on that cup, I'm actually looking around my office right now thinking, where am I going to put my terrible towel and my Steeler displays and all that? So yeah. just getting settled in, you know, meeting everyone, meeting all the coaches, stopping by, seeing the athletes working out, um, making sure my keys worked everything right. You know, it's just it's just all those little things you got to get prepared so that when you get the questions and the people roll in, you know where to go, know where to point them, know how to help, and ultimately know how to serve them. So just going from that small district to a much bigger one, um, that's been the biggest challenge and the biggest things. But I embrace that challenge, you know, and, I, and I'm very thrilled to be here. There's a lot of great people, and it's, it's just a great, great school district to be a part of. Uh, it, it sounds like a lot of fun. And again, I'm so glad yeah. uh, to hear you say that you're having those one-on-one -on -one meetings you know, with your coaches, uh, not so much X's and O's, but literally getting to know them. And, you know, you, you hit on that key thing, you know, as the AD, how can I help you? Uh, the phrase that I used uh, when I became the AD at what turned into my final position, um, I said, how can I help you have more fun in your job? You know, how can I make coaching fun for you? And uh, just the, those initial meetings, just so important. Okay. For listeners, our guest today is Kaz Pata. He's a certified athletic administrator, and he is the director of athletics at Hilliard Bradley High School in Hilliard, Ohio. We're going to take another break, hear from our sponsors, but please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to thank our good friends at Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help their teams play better using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They've got online tools, they have smart cameras, they've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's also built for every level of play from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs. And even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including your student athletes, and the coaches you're trying to get to recruit them. If you want to find out more about how Huddle can help you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. <clears throat> Welcome back, everyone. Again, our guest is Kaz Pata, Certified Athletic Administrator, Hilliard, Ohio. Kaz, we always like to let our guests uh, give a shout out to their uh, the people that have mentored them, that have helped them along the way. None of us get to uh, where we're at on our own. So who are some of the folks that have uh, allowed you to, uh, you know, currently, you know, be at uh, Hilliard Bradley High School? 
Sure. Yeah. You know, when you first say that, there's obviously a long list of people that, you know, I would, I would think and think of, but the first one that comes to mind, that has been a mentor all the way back to, I'll say probably, I think it was my junior year was my high school AD, Mr. Kelly Ryan, uh, who was at St. Clairsville high school. And he had a few stops prior to that. Um, he happened to be a family friend. So I kind of knew of him coming in. Uh, he was good friends with my dad. Um, but, you know, I, I got to know him pretty well. He was a new AD coming in. He kind of reached out to me because of that connection. Uh, I led some student things, you know, some uh, pep rally type things, uh, stuff, so, stuff of that nature. But we got to talking and became friends. And really, I got to look into what he did and what an AD actually was, uh, what all that entailed. So, you know, as I got through, and like I said, I ultimately decided to go the AD route. I, I reached back out to him. He was still at St. Clair's at the time. Um, I, I sat in with him. I talked to him. He was always in a listening ear. Um, and he just really helped me. He, I mean, he was great at what he did. I mean, he's, I don't know if he's in the Hall of Fame yet in Eastern Ohio, but he will be. I mean, he was great. He was present. He did all the things that you got to do as an AD to run a successful program. So, so Kelly Brown was a huge influence. And he gave me probably the best piece of advice in this career was, you know, when I was going through interviews, and actually he was on the opposite side of it. He was a consultant for a school, you know, and gave me a piece of advice after. He's like, hey, you just got to be yourself. You got to show your true colors and who you are. Because at the end of the day, you got to work as you. You can't pretend to be someone else and, and state all their values and their beliefs and all this, because then you have to live that life. So he's like, just be true to you. You know, your true colors are going to come out. And uh, ultimately, that's who you're going to be when you do this. So, yeah, I've just, I've always thought about that. Um, I, I let my personality come out. You know, I'm someone who I consider a fun guy. I uh, like to have fun in the workplace, too. I like to be around the kids, like to joke around, you know, uh, get business done. But you got to have that fun side. So Kelly Ryan really helped bring that out of me. Um, <clears throat> but as far as a few others, I look back a few of my high school coaches, Brett McClain, who's still the head football coach at St. Clairsville. Uh, Kim Clifford, who was our boys basketball coach. He's retired. He is in the Hall of Fame at St. Clairsville. Um, you know, both these guys had unbelievable programs. I was so fortunate to play for both of them. Um, had two different experiences. You know, I was definitely more of a football player. That was my my sport. Um, I was just more of an athlete in basketball. You know, as I got to sit down and guard you type deal and get you a few points and rebounds here and there. But um, just two different perspectives from them, but just ran two great programs. So two of those guys, um, you know, were instrumental in me getting to this spot. Um, a few of the ADs I've worked with, uh, Joey Day, who's at Marysville High School uh, in Ohio, Ryan Fitzgerald, who's at Hamilton Township High School in Columbus, uh, Chad Little at Bloom Carroll, um, some of these guys, uh, Matt Welsh, who you've actually had on this uh, podcast prior. Uh, some of those guys have just been great, great resources. Somebody can pick up the phone and call, and, and especially Ryan Fitzgerald. I was just asking all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, something with track. I know he was a liaison. Hey, what if this happens to this here? And, and if he didn't have the answer, he'd point you in the right direction. You know, we're never bothered by your phone call. And, and that's kind of how I've been with some of these young ADs that reach out to me. You know, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate it. That's what we're here for. You know, like you can always call or text me. I might not get back to you right away, but I want to answer those questions because without these guys in my life, I wouldn't be where I am. So I want to help them too. Um, a few others, my buddy Jason Knight, who was an assistant principal, one of the first schools I worked at in Columbus. Um, great mentor, extremely intelligent guy. Uh, we talk athletics, but he's just a great, he was a great principal, great friend, uh, can help me in a lot of ways. Uh, J.B. Dick, the superintendent of Amanda Clear Creek, uh, who just uh, retired from that position was, you know, he took a chance on me. Uh, as a first year AD, I had some assistant AD experience um, at, at Chillicothe High School when I was there. So, you know, I had some assistant AD experience, but as a first time AD, he gave me a chance and um, so I'm grateful to, you know, Mr. J.B. Dick for taking that chance. Um, and then, you know, here at Hillier Bradley, I, you know, I've been here for about a month now, um, officially, only a couple of days, of course, per the contract, but been here for about a month. And just some of these individuals, Bill Warfield, my principal, Court Hamilton, who was the AD a couple of years back, uh, Chad Bobek, Crystal Morrison, some of these individuals here, uh, some of our other assistant ADs, just great people, you know, just welcome me in right away. You know, we were able to just talk personal relationships and and just, you know, and just become friends. You know, it wasn't just about here's what you got to do. Here's what you don't do. Uh, just forming those relationships. They've been just it's just a great environment, great atmosphere. I'm just so thrilled to be here and surrounded by that kind of positivity 
Um, so I just have to give them a shout out. And then finally, you know, my wife, Kayla, uh, who works in HR and IT uh, type, type sales there, um, she's a go-getter. She was a heck of an athlete herself, actually. She doesn't like when I say this, but she was a couple years older than me. We went to the same high school, um, an all-state basketball player, a couple times, actually, two-time all-state basketball player. Uh, she was a lefty, just incredible athlete. You know, she was the talk of the town when I was a younger kid. You showed up for girls' basketball games to watch her. So she's used that, you know, to take on to her professional career. And she's a go-getter, kills it at the company she works for. Uh, but she keeps me grounded. You know, just, just the connection we have. She's, she's great in a lot of ways as far as building resumes and in a lot of professional ways. But, you know, obviously is the rock at home to my daughter, Scarlett. Um, we have a second daughter on the way. So um, just obviously a huge impact on my life and a huge connection. Without her, you know, I wouldn't be in this seat. There's a lot of things that she's helped me with as well. So kind of a long list there, but it's a mixed bag. And, you know, I very much value the relationship building piece of what we do in education. So I felt it necessary to mention all of them, but, um, you know, overall, just a lot of individuals that have shaped me and I'm just very grateful uh, for each and every one of them and the ones that I failed to mention in this, in this podcast, but you guys know who you are. So thank you for that. No, I'm glad you shared all of them. And it's so cool that um, I think virtually all of them are still available to you, you know, to seek out uh, along the way. And, uh, you know, you mentioned your wife. It uh, sounds like we need to get her on the podcast. Uh, you know, it sounds like she's got a pretty good uh, leadership background to share. Oh, absolutely. She'd be instrumental. And like I said, she was she was actually a wrestler back in middle school. So she got yeah. a lot of her toughness to carry into the basketball, her basketball career. And she is still a, a tough individual. But, yeah, she has a lot of great professional knowledge that she could shed some light for all of us. All right. Well, I'm going to ask you to, um, you know, follow up on that. So uh, I'm going to expect an email from her uh, and we're going to schedule her for a later episode. That'll be, that'll be a first. I think we have the first husband wife uh, duo on the podcast. Oh, that'd be, that'd be awesome. We'll definitely do that. <laughs> All right. For our listeners, our guest today is Kaz Pata. He's a certified athletic administrator and he's the director of athletics at Hilliard Bradley high school in Hilliard, Ohio. Big surprise. We're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, a trusted leader in digital ticketing. Hometown helps thousands of schools and organizations just like yours seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options for their communities, their families, and their fans. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges, and if you want to find out more about how Hometown Ticketing can help you and your program, go to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone. Our guest is Kaz Pata, Certified Athletic Administrator from uh, Hilliard Bradley High School, Hilliard, Ohio. Kaz, we get a lot of, um, not that you're old, but we get a lot of young or newer ADs uh, that listen. And I think it's important for them to hear about the journey that you know, we all take with our state and national organization. So share a little bit. Uh, how did you first find out about you know, the Ohio Association? And then maybe talk a little bit about getting involved with, uh, obviously, the LTI program with NIAAA. Yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, I first heard about it when I was at Chilla Coffee um, in 2018. I took an assistant AD role there. I was actually teaching uh, physical education and coaching a couple of sports on top of that. Uh, but my AD at the time, you know, he was a registered athletic administrator. Uh, so that's kind of how I first heard about the NIAAA um, and then the OIAAA with that. So that, you know, piqued my interest early of what that really was. I didn't know a whole lot. So that's why I dove a little bit deeper into the NIAAA. And that's when I uh, actually first started taking courses. Uh, I would have been late in 2018 because I know I received my RAA in 2019. So took uh, LTC, what is it, 501, 502, and 503, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, so pretty much took those all back to back to back to, uh, to see what that was about. And that was a great experience. You can uh, take away a lot of information from those courses that were very beneficial. Um, so I took those. And then, you know, shortly after that, I heard about the OI Tripway and that connection and how they offered the Summer Institute uh, and then the Fall Conference. So I got involved in, you know, doing both of those. 
um, since that time. So I've been doing those last couple of years. Um, actually just received my CAA of May of this year. So just what a couple months ago, um, I received that. And I was at the OI AAA Summer Institute where I actually facilitated uh, LTC 501 uh, with a fellow uh, AD. And that was a great experience. We had a class about, about 12 students in there, uh, mostly, well, I want to say mostly, it was a mixed bag of some first year ADs and some others who have been ADs for a while and then want to get certified. So that was a great experience being on the other side of the uh, desk in that situation there, um, <clears throat> being able to facilitate that course, which I hadn't seen in a couple of years. So it was good to have a refresher for me. And you know what it's like when you can teach something, uh, it's a whole different perspective on seeing that those items, and that material again. So that was a great, great opportunity. So yeah, I think it's very critical to be a part of both of those, NIAAA and the OIAAA or whatever state you live in. Uh, like I said, I look forward to the Summer Institute. I also took a few courses this year um, as well. Um, but yeah, they're looking to forward to the fall conference. And then, you know, I had plans to go to the NIAAA National Conference, which is in Nashville this year, um, early December, but my wife is actually due December 22nd. Um, so I do not think I'm going to be able to swing that uh, too close, but I would have loved to, you know, Nashville being a great great place to be and that would have been a great experience but unfortunately it just didn't work out in my favor but yeah anyone listening I think it's an extremely important part of what we do it's good to get those letters it's good to get those experience and actually I'm working uh, with our assistant AD here because he does not have any of this um, so I'm actually working on getting him set up and getting him through this process so that he can get registered and ultimately certified and um, and just gain that knowledge that's so important to what we do. Well, uh, you, you're taking me back to, uh, you know, my own uh, uh, kid's birth and uh, being there or not being there. <laughs> so <laughs> certainly understand, uh, uh, you know, where your priorities are. Good for you. Okay. Um, once again, for, or actually, I need to ask one more question. Um, obviously, you've got your CAA. I wouldn't be doing my job as a longtime member of the certification committee if I didn't uh, ask. Uh, now, you are planning on uh, getting your CMAA, correct? Oh, absolutely. I, I've glanced at it and I, I've seen the requirements and everything they got to do. That will be maybe a few years down the road once I get settled in. But yeah, um, absolutely want to do that. I think it's very beneficial. I think just going through that process and anytime you can further your education. Um, and just add to what you do and what you provide to these student athletes, I think it's crucial. So yeah, um, I will be pursuing that, you know, when, when time allows. Yeah, that's good to hear. And for you and for our listeners, remember that CMA project, it sh should not ever be a, a daunting, intimidating task. I guarantee that you are already doing something. And this goes for any AD. You're already doing something at your school with your kids, your coaches, your parents, your facilities, something that would make a great project. And that's the key. Find something that's meaningful to you, that you have passion about, that you know really is impactful for your program. And then you're going to share that story. That's what the CMA is all about. So good to hear. Uh, we're going to take another quick break. I know that's a big surprise, but uh, we want to give a shout out to our sponsors. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms for their support. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but they're more than that. Final Forms is a team, uh, their technology, and they provide schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. And they have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can also help your coaches with things like team communication and attendance and help you with certification management for coaches. And also for ADs, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation. You know, it's time for you to talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with the final forms team. Hey, Jake, I just wanted to uh, give a quick shout out here. I'm looking at, you know, all your sponsors listed behind you and obviously you've talked about several of them, but 
Um, the ones I'm seeing behind you, first and foremost, I want to give a shout out to Gipper there. I use Gipper um, every single day. I would actually like to see, you know, if they have the data of ADs across at least the state of Ohio who use Gipper most frequently, I would like to think that I am near the top of that list as much as I use Gipper. So, you know, I put a daily schedule out every single day. I, you know, I start my week with the weekly calendar of the events going on. Um, I use that thing like crazy. And it's such a great platform. Uh, and then also Final Forms behind you. Great tool. I've used it at every stop I've been at. Huddle, great tool as well, uh, especially with the cameras they have. And you can put gyms now for assist and live streaming. There's just so many things you can do compared to back when I was coaching with Huddle. It's just really expanded. Uh, and then obviously Hometown Ticketing is the leader, um, the official sponsor of OHSAA. Um, so for playoff games here and every school I've been at, we've used it. So I uh, just want to give you a, a quick shout out on those guys there. And I'm not overly familiar with some of the others, but uh, I see the athletic surveys there, which I've dabbled with a little bit. So just want a quick shout out there. You know, a lot of great products and other ADs listings should definitely take a look at if they if they are not already. Wow. Uh, really uh, appreciate that. And I know our sponsors do too. Uh, and for the ones you didn't mention, Sideline Interactive, Indoor Scoring Tables and Video Boards, uh, Wall of Fame by Vital Signs, you know, great, great product. And then uh, you and I talked a little bit about in the break about uh, Snap Raise uh, fundraising. So uh, I know our sponsors appreciate that shout out and uh, as, as do I. So thanks a lot. Um, speaking of shout outs, uh, now's the time where you get to give a shout out to your program. Uh, we're going to put you on the spot. Uh, one of the things we like to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I know, you know, that you just hit the ground running at your new school, uh, Bradley, uh, Hilliard Bradley, but in your career as an AD, what are some things that you've seen? Maybe they've been initiatives that you've directed or just things that you've seen in other schools. What are some things that you would definitely pass on as best practices? Yeah, for sure. I would say the first thing is you got to be accessible in this job. <clears throat> you got to be there. Uh, I make it very known. Like I talked about having my one-on-one -on -one meetings uh, here right now. But, you know, when I started at Amanda Clear Creek last year, I hit those hard, those one-on-one -on -one meetings. But just you being being accessible. Here's my phone number. Here's my email. Uh, call me anytime you want, any way that I can serve you. I, I think it's very big that we let our coaches know as student athletes, I'm here to serve you and make this better for everyone involved. Um, so I think just being accessible is such a big piece. Uh, and that goes right along with the communication piece. You, you got to be able to communicate on all the different levels at any time of the day. Um, <clears throat> I don't give that that deadline that you can't text or call me after 10 o'clock. I mean, if you have a thought at midnight, now I might not be awake because I have a 17-month-old daughter, um, or maybe I am because of that. But, you know, go ahead and send that to me. You know, you got to be able to communicate. I think it's such a big piece um, that you, your communication skills, and that's kind of where Gipper comes in because you create a lot of gap graphics once again. But that communication piece is so big um, that you, you got to be able to, you know, bring those things. But um, on top of that, you know, some of the best things, I think you have to have compassion, you know, and that's not necessarily a practice. That's something you either have or you don't, you know what I mean? And I, I care about our student athletes. I really do. I want to see them not only have success on the playing surfaces, but beyond that, you know, what are they learning out there? What are we actually teaching them that they can take to college and they can take their professional lives? So I think, you know, having that compassion piece to me is so important. Um, and like I said, that's not that's something you can necessarily pick up. You're, you know, for the most part, you're someone who is, you care about what you do and who you work for and who you work with, um, or you don't. So, I mean, that's something you just got to kind of have there. Um, another big piece is the promotion piece, I think is a big practice of mine that you have to promote your athletic programs. You have to promote your, your athletic department, your student athletes, your teams, um, all those different pieces. You know, you got to promote that and get that out there. Now, we all know that certain sports um, struggle a little bit with participants. Uh, and one way to get those numbers up or to promote those sports, you know, maybe a sport like tennis and golf that doesn't get as much as football and basketball, promote those sports, show the value on how that can be something they can do well beyond um, just their high school and maybe even collegiate days. Um, so that promotion piece to me is such a big part of it. 
Um, you know, our student athletes and these kids love seeing their name out there, love seeing their teams, love seeing their accomplishments. And even when things don't go right, you know, maybe they lost a tough game, but even just a quick post about how hard they fought, how hard they battled, and that you're proud of them. So just that promotion of all your teams, all your coaches, um, all the student athletes, even the student section, the band, you know, everyone that goes into it. I think just promoting that as a whole um, just goes such a far way. Um, so, you know, outside of that, you know, like I said, just being accessible to going back to that piece, I think being here, making it known that you're here to serve for your coaches and your student athletes and that you're present and that you're intentional in what you do and that you're going to bring it every day as my principal now, like say, you know, got to bring the juice, you know, it's just, it's part of who we are and you have to bring it and you have to embrace that. Like I said earlier, I embrace the challenge of coming in with a big district and big school um, and knowing that it's going to be a challenge and there's a lot to do and you might have your to-do list and you might never check that off for a certain day because putting out fires or things are coming up, but embrace that and embrace that moment, those moments when student athletes stop by the office too. Um, you know, that's, you know, I'm relatively new to this, but that's something I always pride myself on going back to one of my mentors, Kelly Ryan, that I talked about. Anytime we stopped by, he took time to speak to us. Um, you know, there was always that time. So I, I make, you know, make an effort now that if anyone stops by, you know, it's just, you know, how was your day? Even if it's not about athletics, just to take that time. And that circles back to compassion too, just to show that you care. Uh, and you do, because you want to see these kids go places. Um, and, and that's ultimately what we're in this for. So those would be some of my uh, best practices and advice to some of these young ADs that are up and coming. Oh, wow. Great, great list. Um, uh, we'll do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wants to reach out, pick your brain a little bit, find out some more about uh, the best practices that you recommend, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Yeah, well, the best ways would be, uh, you know, social media. You could get a hold of me on Twitter. Uh, my personal one is uh, KP1 underscore. So it's pretty easy, uh, just four characters there, KP1 underscore on Twitter. Um, obviously, you know, being a, at Hillier Bradley High School, you can look up public record on email. So if you happen to look up the email here, here I'd be, you know, be happy to reach back out. Uh, Instagram as well. Uh, similar Twitter handle. I think it's K1P underscore, if I'm not mistaken. It's a little little switch there but uh not a lot of people out there named Kaz so I, I wouldn't be hard to find <laughs> on either of those social media platforms so if you look me up uh, you can definitely reach out there like I said if you get my school email I would be more than happy to um to reach out to you that way and to take a phone call you know if we were to connect via one of those LinkedIn as well if we were to connect via one of those platforms um I've already done so I've connected with a few others and taken time to have a phone call and uh, and even if you're local to Columbus, Ohio, even meeting up for a little bit. So I'd be more than willing uh, to give back and help because like I said earlier, without those individuals who did so with me, I wouldn't be sitting here and I wouldn't be on this podcast. So I'm grateful for that. And I want to continue that trend. Oh, again, appreciate you sharing. Okay. And uh, don't forget to update that contact information on the NIAAA uh, portal. Uh, so people yeah, will reach absolutely. out to you there too. Absolutely. For our listeners, our guest is Kaz. Pata, Certified Athletic Administrator and the Director of Athletics at Hilliard Bradley High School in Hilliard, Ohio. Going to take another break, but we'll be back. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to our newest sponsor, SnapRaise. Go to snapraise.com and find out how they can help you in your program. Better fundraising makes better programs and get away from the fundraising headaches of the past. No more selling products or management of lists and inventory. There's no upfront cost either. And the data is secure. My coaches have used SnapRaise in the past and it was fantastic. And choosing the best fundraiser for you and your group is critical. And the SnapRaise digital difference can make all the difference for you. It's easy and effective. As I said, it's safe and secure, and you can track participation and progress very easily. Go to snapraise.com and check out the thousands and thousands of dollars that they have helped teams, athletic programs, and athletic directors raise for their programs. Okay? Change your fundraising game plan and start a fundraiser that works for you. Go to snapraise.com for more information.
Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Kaz Pata, Certified Athletic Administrator from the great state of Ohio. Kaz, one of the questions we've been asking almost uh, since the podcast started has to do with this idea of social awareness. Uh, I know that's a big umbrella, but from your perspective as an athletic director, how can we do a better job of being socially aware for our kids, our coaches, our community? Uh, do you have any advice for us? Yeah, you're right. It is such a big umbrella and such a big, important topic. I mean, the social emotional learning piece in education now has grown tremendously. Um, even the seven years I've been in education from year one to year you know, seven now, um, it's just such an important piece that we demonstrate compassion. Once again, I bring that word up uh, and caring about our student athletes and, and students, student body as a whole. Um, I think it's just like once again, showing compassion and caring and, and showing an interest in what they do and what they care about. Um, and, and that we don't just care about how they perform on the field or the court, but rather how this is going to shape them for the rest of their lives. And how, I'm, a, I'm, you know, ADs are a great example that we're still in this role, you know, and that athletics obviously shaped us into who we are, else we wouldn't be in the seat. Um, so I think it's a perfect example to be an AD knowing that athletics played such a big piece of it that whatever we set as our mission and vision should trickle down and not only affect what's happening out there, but what's happening in their lives. So I think just hiring the right coaches and the right people to actually care. Uh, I mean, honestly, one of my first questions when I hire head coaches, you know, how do you view your student athletes? You know, and if they bring up the athletic side of it, you know, they've kind of lost me. It's got to be, I care about them as an individual and I care about their interests and I care about them succeeding and failing. You know, they have to be able to fail and overcome those things. So I think um, you just got to look at that whole picture and realize that it's bigger than athletics. It's bigger than math class. It's bigger than English. Um, it's, you know, shaping them and helping them become the best person they can be. Um, and, and, you know, on top of that, there's so many concerns now with mental health. You know, and, it, and it's so real for a lot of people, you know, from from ADs to coaches to community members to you name the profession, you know, almost everyone suffers from it. And especially kids uh, and students, because it's hard. You know, there's a lot of things going on and a lot of different groups and you don't fit in here and it, you get down yourself there. So I think it's just showing that overall caring about everything and everybody. You know, here at Hilliard Bradley, we're one big community um, and we all stick together. Um, so I think it's just so important to say that it's okay to talk about those emotions. Um, hopefully our coaches are someone that you can reach out to. And that's always our goal. I'm someone you can reach out to coming here. It doesn't have to be about sports when you walk through this door. Um, sure, I'll talk about the Steelers all day with you. But, you know, bring in anything you have. And I think just having that open door policy and letting them know that we're here to listen and that we care, uh, I think is going to help with that tremendously and make such a difference in them now and then ultimately make a difference when they become professionals and when they become parents and it's going to trickle down so I think it just starts here and it has to be a collaboration of everyone involved can't just be just social services or student services and counselors right it has to be we all need to be counselors in a sense we all need to open our ears um, be listeners first and then you know approach the situation there so I think it's just so important to show that compassion, it's always a word I use. All my coaches are probably tired of hearing it, but having that compassion for them uh, and caring because without that, you know, nothing else really matters, honestly, in my opinion. If you don't care first, you know, what are we in here for? You know, should have just picked a different job, right? So, um, yeah, so I know that was kind of a, a long <laughs> and uh, distant answer and a lot of different tangents, but, you know, just such an important aspect of what we do now, the mental awareness, and being available to them uh, and being an open door and just listening to them and being here for them at all times. Oh, no, not at all. Uh, I mean, my takeaways, and again, great. I thought it was a great answer, uh, but my takeaways, you know, you, you came back multiple times, you know, compassion, caring, you know, you talk about collaboration, you know, it's not just, you know, this one uh, agency or this one person and multiple times you talked about the importance of listening you know, to the, to the students listening to your community. Very good stuff. Uh, once again, our guest today is Kaz Pata, Certified Athletic Administrator. We're going to take another break. We're almost done, but uh, please stay with us. It's the Educational AD Podcast.
We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive for their support of the Educational AD Podcast. Sideline Interactive's indoor scoring tables and video boards not only raise money for your program, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demonstration to see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and see exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Kaz, another question we've been asking our guests has to do with this idea of toughness. Uh, a long time ago, when I was in high school, uh, 100 years ago, uh, our coaches would say things like, you know, come on, Jake, you got to be tough. Or come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. And we pretty much knew what they meant, and we did it. Uh, since then, we've learned much better ways to communicate with kids and, and, and work with coach kids. But I still think toughness is an important part of the athletic experience and an important part of life. So here's my question. How can we help kids to develop toughness while also being uh, aware of the very real challenges that a Generation Z kid is experiencing that I never had to go through? Uh, do you have any uh, help for us on that topic? Yeah, I mean, I think it starts with, with your coaches and those individual sports. I mean, you've you got to hire the right people and have the right people in place um, that are going to be hard on them and demand and have high expectations um, that are going to be hard to meet at times, but at the same time know that they're there for them and they're going to help them along the way. So I think through sport in itself, being a part of a team is tough. Um, you think of football and you think of two days or you think of any sport during the fall right now with this 90 degree heat. Um, it's tough to be out there. It would be a lot easier to be at home playing Call of Duty or, you know, some video games. Right. But it, sports in themselves are creating toughness um, by making kids be accountable and show up to practice and go through practice. Um, so I think having the right coaches in place in itself already you know, holds them accountable and, and forms that toughness. You naturally learn that through a tough practice, through games. Uh, and, you know, I think just working with them and helping them show, you know, show the way uh, along the way that it's going to be tough, that not everyone can come out and make the team, you know. So I think it's a very big part of what we do um, to continue to help these kids grow and ultimately be able to handle situations in the, in the real world, because, you know, it's, it's tough to interview for a job. It's, you know, it's, it's tough to go out and, you know, um, find the right career path uh, and ultimately provide for you and your family. So I think, you know, just having the right people in place that demands, you know, out of them, you know, everyone had that coach maybe in school that it was real easy and things went by, but you really didn't get a whole lot out of it, you know. So I think having the right people in place to demand um, and have high expectations, but to once again, show that caring piece as well. I think is so crucial to help build toughness. Um, I, I think that just within itself, it, it just really goes a long way. Um, and, you know, it's just so crucial. It's such a big piece to, you know, especially now we, we fight a lot of student athletes who want to give up and want to quit and don't want to come out. Um, so I think just promoting that piece too, that it's going to be a challenge. I think you, you have those initial meetings, and those parent meetings, and the OSHA meetings, whatever your state organization is, and let them know up front that this is going to be a challenge. It's going to be tough um, using that word directly, um, but you're going to come out better on the other side, you know? So I, I think just having those, once again, having the right people in place. Um, and then from our seat, you know, being tough on our coaches, having not maybe tough on the right word, but having high expectations for our coaches too. Uh, you know, I know I hold myself to a high expectation. I expect that my coaches, you know, call me out on something that I wasn't doing well enough or could be doing better. So holding our coaches to those same expectations, maybe making it tough on them at times uh, in certain areas to challenge it, you know, because I, I firmly believe that I'm here to support them and make their life easier. But at times I want to pick something that I can challenge them with uh, and, and, you know, put a little toughness back in them. And I think it just trickles down. So, you know, by us doing so and, and, you know, by our, you know, by our principles doing so to us, you know, it just kind of trickles down there that you're challenging people. 
um, and you're laying out those expectations and you're holding them to it. And ultimately, through all these different athletic programs that we provide across the country, it's naturally going to build toughness if they're able to get through that. Um, so that's kind of my view on that and realize how important that it is and how far it's going to take all of those individuals. No, I, I love your answer. Um, again, if I can maybe break it down, you know, you talked about, uh, you know, just being up front, you know, hey, you know, this is yeah. tough. You know, we, we are challenging you. That's how you get better. Uh, but at the same time, you know, you mentioned, you know, that you're, you're caring for them. You care about them. You're, you're there to help them. It's that old cliche, you know, the kids, you know, they don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. Uh, and that caring coach that takes the time to build those relationships, they're going to be able to demand a lot out of those student athletes because the kids know that the coaches care for them. Great stuff. Okay. This has been really cool, uh, you know, visiting with you and uh, and get to know you a little bit, but we're not done yet. Uh, we always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox, and uh, we're going to take another quick break. I know that's a shock, uh, but we're going to hear from uh, Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack, who sponsor the toolbox segment. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Kaz Pata is going to put into his athletic director's toolbox. Please stay with us. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the Athletic Director Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also gives the 95% of the parents and the student athletes um, that really love your program a voice. And it helps demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Uh, most of the parents and kids, they love your program. But these surveys also let you find out that squeaky wheel parent that just needs a, a little bit of love and uh, the room to vent. And they can also help you identify uh, an issue that might be minor, but without your attention could turn into something major. Major. So again, go to athleticsurveys.com and... Uh, let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, we have been visiting with Kaz Pata, Certified Athletic Administrator from Ohio. Kaz, um, now's the time where uh, we ask you to, uh, contribute to contribute to our toolbox collection. Uh, you're just starting your job at your uh, brand new school, Hilliard Bradley in Ohio. Uh, but uh, I'm tasking you to send out a brand new rookie AD on their very first job. But I'm only gonna let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are gonna go into your athletic director toolbox? Sure. First of all, we say it's hard to only have three. You know, you gotta have a toolbox. That, you gotta have more of a tool chest. Uh, you know, you need a lot of things in there, but in, in no particular order, I think the first thing in my toolbox are relationships. I think, like I mentioned earlier, when I came in here and when I came to Amanda Clear Creek as well, I was doing one-on-one -on -one meetings and I'm still in that process. So, and the intent is not to just know what's going well, what's not, how can I help? Those things are all important, but it's to get to know them, get to know your coaches, um, and then meeting with your, you know, the secretaries, the administrators, some of the teachers, some of the custodians, the grounds, maintenance, building those relationships. I think without that, in education in general, uh, nothing else is going to go very far, right? So you need to form those relationships. That's the first thing I'm putting in there, get to know everybody. Um, it's just so important. Um, the second thing I would probably put in there would be organization. Um, you got to have some sort of organizational skills in this role, else you'll never survive. So, and, you know, I've, I've been in a couple of different stops. So I've seen it. Um, some places you have more help than others. So I'm, I'm so fortunate here at Hilliard Bradley to have um, our, a fantastic secretary who is on it. Her organizational skills are through the roof. Um, so that makes it easier on me. Um, but still, you have to have a great organization and organizational skills to know where you're going, know where things are located, how to get them quickly. A lot of times, you know, something needs done, needs done now. Where's that towel? I got to clean up something, some water on the floor, some blood. So 
having good organization, knowing where things are and how to get to them quickly uh, is just so important. Um, you know, another piece, my third thing, and I've said this so many times, is that compassion piece. Um, you have to have that. I think it's so crucial to have compassion, uh, not only for your student athletes, but for those others that you work with um, and for the profession in general, for what we do. Um, so compassion is so, is so important uh, and such a key piece. Um, you know, I have to add just a few other things in there, though. Um, flexibility and understanding. You got to be able to be flexible and go on the fly. Uh, like I mentioned, you know, sometimes you have that to-do list, which I do today. Um, I've checked off maybe one thing because there's been other things going on. Um, so just that flexibility, that willingness to adapt on the fly. Um, like I said, if a student athlete walks into your office to be able to talk to them and take some time. So that flexibility uh, ultimately is very big. Um, and then finally, uh, I would say the communication piece. That's got to be present in your toolbox. You got to be able to communicate in a in a wide array, and uh, right, you know, a wide method range, right? You got to be able to email back, text, phone call, uh, put information out uh, via Gipper on Twitter, Instagram, all those different forms. Whatever you use, uh, the communication piece is so big. The more that people know what's going on and what's changed, um, it's just so important, and, and to be promoting that too. So it goes in with that is communicating out our successes and our failures and how we're going to get better from them. Um, so all of those things combined, I know that was more than three, but all those things are so big. And, and my final piece is here, just one last little tool in there is to be intentional with what you do. Um, I, I take what I do very seriously. Um, I, I know I mentioned liking to have fun and joke around a little bit, but at the end of the day, this job I take very seriously because I know how many people it impacts. Um, how many student athletes, we have almost 2,000 students here in the high school. So I know how many potentially student athletes it impacts and it goes beyond that. It goes to their siblings, it goes to their mom and dad, their custodian, whoever it may be, um, you know, their, their grandparents and then the community. You know, people come together to watch high school events. Um, so you're just impacting so many people that you have to be intentional and, you know, with what you do. And I approach it that way every day that it's not you know, I get to come and do this. You know, I don't have to. I get to. And it's just unbelievable to be in this role. But got to have that intentionality and you got to care. Um, and some of those other skills I mentioned, uh, they got to all be in your toolbox. So if they're not, find a way to get them in there. That's what I'd recommend to some of these newer ADs are coming through. Find a way to fit these in there and add it to where, what you already have, which is the great thing. We all have bits and pieces, but you can always add to it. So uh, constantly be learning and looking for new things as I do. You know, I got your two books here by my side. So um, I'm always adding a few other things in there. Like I said, it's more of a tool chest than a box. You got to carry a lot of items. But uh, those ones I mentioned uh, for me have at least carried me to where I am today. And those will be my core um, tools, we could say, that are going to continue to carry me forward and allow me to continue to serve uh, our student athletes moving forward. Well, uh, thanks so much for the shout out. And thanks for those extra tools. You, uh, it's never a problem uh, if somebody wants to put some extra tools in there. I love your expression, the, uh, the tool chest. So uh, <laughs> yep. Kaz Pata, uh, thanks again for visiting with us. Uh, one more time, if one of our listeners wants to reach out, pick your brain a little bit. And listeners, I encourage you to do so. Uh, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, I would say to look on Twitter, look on uh, Instagram. Like I said, my handle on Twitter is KP1 underscore. Uh, so it's a pretty easy one to remember. Obviously, not a lot of individuals out there named Kaz either. So you can look me up on Instagram as well. Um, you know, feel free to look up my email and get a hold of me that way. But I'm always willing uh, to message back and forth, take a quick phone call, any way that I can be of service. Like I said, without those individuals who helped me along the way, I would not be where I am. So I am more than willing to give back and help you get to where you ultimately want to be. So, so please do look at me, Twitter, Instagram, KP1 underscore, uh, and any other way you find me, I'm willing to connect uh, and, and talk about what we do. Okay. Well, Kaz, thanks again for sharing today and all the best uh, moving forward uh, with the new school year. Yeah, great. Thanks for having me on once again. And, and thanks for putting out the books and the podcast. Like I said, it's, it's such a cool opportunity to be on here. I'm very grateful for that. And I'm grateful for everything that you've done for us ADs in this profession and how that ultimately impacts our student athletes. So thank you very much.
No, well, you, you are too kind. Okay, keep on leading yourself. For our listeners, uh, remember the Zoom recordings of all of these interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate listening today. Come back again next time for another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. And before we go, we want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they've got a legacy to bring your school's, uh, they have a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. Vital Science has a variety of interactive touchscreen consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments by going to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com to get more information. Let them help you bring your school's legacy to life and go to sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. Um, please go visit our sponsors. They make it all possible. Let us know if you have any suggestions on how to make the podcast better. And if you haven't been a guest, shoot me an email at jakestouchdown at gmail.com. And let's get you on the Educational AD Podcast. Have a great day. Thank you.